0: Hey, Kloofy. <laughs> what are you doing? I know. I know. It's uh, it's an offline conversation, but I, I had to make a little trip somewhere this morning. So apologize that I'm running a little bit late. Thank you for your adjustment. And yes, I am in my car doing the show.
1: Is that like a Rolls Royce or something?
0: It's definitely not a Rolls Royce. But I did bring my microphone with me. <laughs>
1: oh, That's professional of you.
0: Yeah, well, I want people to hear is it's the last regular season edition of baseball today. Can you believe it? We've made it. Of
1: course I can believe it. We're one of the best shows out there. Oh, stop.
0: Oh, yeah, I guess we are. I, it's really awesome. It's really awesome. couple quick shout-outs before we get to our topics of the day. Late Night Lamont did it again. The guy's hitting almost 600 in the ninth inning or later. Walk-off knock last night against Arizona. So now the Giants are... Uh, they've all but basically clinched the NL West and they're going to basically have their most wins ever in franchise history. It's been a remarkable run. The world series is going to go through San Francisco this year. So kudos to Lamont Wade, a guy who had less than a hundred career at bats before this season. He's made a name for himself. Number two, I just drove down to Beverly Hills today and I think I saw Fernando Tatis's home run. That thing was ridiculous.
1: That was a bomb. That's what you do with hangers, Chris. You put them in the seats, and in this case, in the parking lot.
0: Yeah. It's been a terrible finish for the Padres, but he joined an elite group of just five other men, I believe, to hit the ball out of Dodger Stadium. Giancarlo was the last one to do it in 2015. Mark McGuire, who I believe turns 58 today, did it. Uh, I know that Mike Piazza did it. And Willie Stargell, Pops actually did it twice. So I guess there's five people total that have done it six times. Pretty
1: cool. I actually knew all those. I was thinking, like, who else did it? And I had all those in my mind. So Get away. another one of these for me. All right. Yeah, why
0: not? It's just Patrick don't hurt yourself, but just go for it. All right, speaking of going for it, we've got two playoff spots up for grabs. They're both in the American League. Last night, Yankees win, Blue Jays lose, Red Sox lose, Mariners were idle. So heading into the final weekend of the season, the Yankees have a two-game lead for that number one wild card. Boston is two back, Seattle is two back, and Toronto is three back of New York. So they're a game out of the playoff chase. Boston and Seattle right now tied for that second spot. I hope everybody understands. What happens this weekend in the American League wild card chase?
1: Well, one, I think the Yankees go on and they keep the top spot in the wild card. They're going to be hosting a game, in my opinion. I'll be in the Bronx for that. Ooh. I can't wait for that energy. But then the second thing I think is going to happen, Chris, I think we're going to have a game 163 for the second wild card. I think it's inevitable almost. I think the Mariners and the Red Sox are both going to take care of business. They're going to have to play each other. Maybe Toronto even sneaks it out. Maybe they go 3-0 and uh, the other two teams go 2-1, and that would be something. I don't even know how you do that. What do you do then?
0: Well, it, it's a very, very odd scenario. There's an ABC scenario where you could actually pick the Red Sox. If that happens, if all three teams are tied, I believe it's the Red Sox that have first pick. They could decide to be the team that plays on the road on Tuesday. So Seattle, listen to me here, Seattle and Toronto would play one game. The winner goes on to play Boston, but at their place. So the winner of Seattle, Toronto, let's just say it's Seattle. Seattle wins. The game Tuesday is Boston at Seattle. Now Boston could choose to be a home team both times, but you run the risk of playing an extra game. It is remarkably confusing. Go read Jeff Passan. I think he probably has the best tweet out there that explains it all. Uh, Chris Colito as well. Um, he covers the Red Sox. Uh, his article kind of explains it, what okay. could happen with Boston. Boston could play in five cities in five days.
1: I mean, this is going to be what we've been hoping for. Chaos, baby.
0: Yes, yes. I agree with you, although I don't think Toronto's going to be a part of the party here. I, listen, Baltimore did an amazing thing for the world of baseball. By taking a series against Boston, I think it's only the third time ever that Boston has lost a series to a 100 lost team. And those other teams weren't as good as this Boston team. For that to happen, and now this weekend they get another last place team in Washington, who knows what's going to happen. But yeah. I think Boston I think Boston hosts Seattle in game 163. Winner goes on to the Bronx. I can't wait. I think it's going to be awesome. Awesome. All right. Uh, let's see here. Oh, the Braves. Congratulations to the Braves. They win the NL East for the fourth straight year. Plenty of hurdles that they had to jump over this season. What? Uh, how, how surprised are you that they're division champs based on all the injury issues they had?
1: Yeah, I mean, you touched on it a little bit there. They lost a lot during the year. Ozuna, because he's kind of you know whatever off the field stuff he had uh, gone. Acuna gets hurt, gone. But you know what they did? They went out and made moves. Um, they went out and got Duvall, who's been raking. They went out and got Soler, who's raking. Rosario, my guy, Eddie, who's raking. And then prior to the year, Charlie Morton. Big game Charlie, man. He's pitched some great games. So I'm definitely surprised. At, right after Acuna went down, it was like, you know, sorry, Braves. Sorry, Braves fans. this is The season's gone. You're not going to do it without this guy. I know Freddie's still there, and you have some good players, but – didn't think they were going to do it. They made the uh, the pickups at the trade deadline. Plus you have Austin Riley just going off. Like everything's kind of worked out okay in the end for them. And they're heading into this postseason as a very formidable team. They're not just kind of like sneaking in here and like, you know, oh, they're going to play and get beaten no, up. This is a very hot team, a team that has all the pieces ready to go right now. Like this is a team that can
0: win the World Series. Well, for me – I'm not shocked that they ended up winning it because they're right up there with the American league central in terms of a porous division. It's just, it's not very good. So I I do want to throw out some stuff here. The Braves didn't take sole possession of the first place in the division until August 15th. And then after that, they didn't give it up. They also spent 126 days this year without a winning record. That is the longest drought by a team that won its division since the 89 Blue Jays. So there was a lot to go through with this club. I give Alex Anthopoulos a ton of credit for revamping the entire outfield. Remember the first guy they got, because we all talk about Duvall. We all talk about Solaire. We even talk about Eddie Rosario, who ended up hitting for the cycle within the last 10 days or so. But the first piece was Jock Peterson. And remember, they made that move about two weeks before the trade deadline. We were all like, he might only be here for about 10 days before he gets shipped somewhere else. Obviously, they came together, they got their shit in order, and they won it, and they deserve to be emotional last night because it was not easy what they accomplished. No, not at all. And don't forget my guy, Max, like a freaking ace, too. Yeah, he's been great. And we'll discuss uh, that series with the Brewers perhaps coming up in just a few minutes. But I want to let you know that with the final week of the regular season upon us, it's your chance to collect the players and moments that made this season so unforgettable, it's Top MLB Card Trader app. It is the official digital trading card app of MLB and the MLB Players Association and releases brand new content each and every day featuring your favorite players, both past and present, as well as iconic moments like teams punching their tickets to the postseason like the Atlanta Braves last night. The app is free to play, and collectors from around the world come together to connect, collect, and play their collections in real-time scoring contests to win in-app prizes. So build the ultimate digital baseball collection, craft or trade in lesser-valued cards for more rare ones, play the card wheel to win a prize with every spin and complete missions to unlock the content. Topsbunt 21 will also be the premier destination during the postseason party, so download the Topsbunt app now in the iTunes App Store and Google Play as well. And now we continue on with baseball today. So congratulations to the Braves and congratulations to the Houston Astros who won the AL West for the fourth time in the last five seasons. Is having the Astros in the playoffs good for baseball?
1: Yeah, I think it's great for baseball. I mean, this is a, they're, they're a good team. You want all the best teams in the playoffs. I, look, I know they have a black mark against them you know 2017 no one's ever going to forget that but that's not like that's that's back then like the, what they're doing now is completely legit what they did in 2018 19 i'm pretty sure is completely legit uh but like this is just a good baseball team and you know what they've just they have a great fan base i love the series matchup that's coming i believe it's them and the white Sox, right it is yep In my opinion, I think that's the most must-watch matchup of this first round because of a couple things. The potential for fireworks there is better than in any other series. Uh, There's going to be – and fireworks, not only like on-field stuff. We saw the White Sox get into like a little altercation there with the Tigers. They're kind of fired up. But also fireworks, I'm talking about moonshots. Jordan Alvarez going big fly in that little stadium in Houston. Like, there has potential for huge game-changing uh, game plays uh, via the long ball in this series. I'm excited about them. But, yeah, the Astros, you know what, people need to get over it. 2017, you can think about that, but this is a great baseball team. Enjoy what we're watching in front of us.
0: Uh, I understand what you're saying, people need to get over it. I, it, I don't think it's my place to tell people when to get over something. Like if you want to harbor ill will, I will say this. There's literally a handful of guys left from that 2017, right? Look up and down the roster. Most of these guys I would say 80% of the playoff roster had nothing to do with that. And it's fine. If you want to continue to root against the Astros because of what they did, it's your choice. I'm not here to tell you not to do that. It's why I think they're good to have in the playoffs. You need that foil. You need the heel. You need somebody to root against. And if you want to continue to root it, you know, I understand why Yankee fans hate him. I understand why Dodger fans hate him. They might feel cheated still. That's fine. You still cannot diminish what they've accomplished. And people say, oh, it's a crappy division. Like, who else do they have to fight against except the A's? And they folded this year. Well, Seattle's right in the mix of this thing. There's other crappy divisions, too. You know, nobody says anything about the Chicago White Sox. They played in the worst division in all of baseball. They might not have one other team over 500. So just let the Astros be in terms of respecting what they've accomplished this year. The past, you can talk about the past. but Yeah, you could be mad about
1: 2017 and then still yeah. watch the team now and appreciate how good they are. Like you said, there's a lot of players that aren't, weren't part of that, but uh, there's a lot of big name players on the team that were a part of it. And you can be mad at them for that year, but Mm -hmm. this year, 2021, like this is a great baseball team. Enjoy it.
0: They're really good. They're really good. And I still think that probably if you don't have a rooting interest in the playoffs and you just watch the Astros take on the white Sox, and you're just a baseball fan, I would say at least 90% of the people are rooting for the Chicago white Sox because of what transpired. Um,
1: Let's Wait, us move I have a on question.
0: to my next question. question. Yeah, Before we yeah. move on.
1: Are we – didn't we come to the conclusion that they weren't cheating in the World Series?
0: Yes, I suppose. Um, I believe that's what the report said.
1: I'm, I'm just curious because everyone always says Dodger fans are so mad. But I, from what I recall, like, that wasn't happening during the playoffs. At least
0: that's what the report said, but – well, in that case, then the Yankees fans don't have a reason to be mad either, right? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Everyone's mad at them. Everyone can be mad at that year, but let's enjoy oh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I will say this, though. And I, I don't know why this is. I have not paid as close attention to them as I have the other playoff teams. And maybe it is because subconsciously I don't, I don't want to see them do well. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe that's a me problem. I'll call my therapist about that. Uh, This next question you kind of already answered, but we know two of the playoff matchups, one in each league. You've got Milwaukee playing host to Atlanta. They'll be the home team in that uh, five-game divisional round series. Then Chicago will be at Houston starting next week. Which of those two series is more intriguing? I already answered this one for you, Chris. I'm sorry. I went ahead of us a little bit there. I
1: love the Astros and the White Sox series for the reasons I gave before. I think these are just two great teams, and there's potential for really big fireworks, on-field stuff, um, baseball stuff, everything there that you could hope for, I think is going to happen in this series. And, you know, there's just big personalities clashing in these. And I love the fan bases. Both of them are very
0: intense and and,
1: um, love their teams. So I think, like, when you watch these games, you're going to get a real feeling of playoff, playoff atmosphere baseball.
0: Yeah, listen, I think both teams have a lot to prove. I mean, the White Sox did not have a winning record against teams, I think, that made the playoffs or winning teams in the American League, something like that. Uh, I think that a lot of people are going to be watching Tony La This is where everybody criticizes strategy when it comes to the playoffs. If you make a move in the middle of July and you lose a game, nobody really gives a shit. But if you do it in October, everybody's going to rake your ass over the coals. Uh, But don't sleep on that other series, which got infinitely more interesting over the last – 48 hours because yeah. of the to Devin Williams. All right. The Braves are rolling. They're hot. They can lay the smack down on you offensively. You know, we we we've boasted about the Brewers pitching staff all year, but now all of a sudden they're going to have to face in games one and two, Max Fried and Charlie Morton. Like that, all of a sudden you're like, oh, geez. Like that's a really fascinating series to me. It is a fascinating. It it is a fascinating
1: series, and we always talked about the Brewers starting pitching and then the back end of their bullpen, which obviously took a massive hit, no pun intended. Uh, So we'll see how they recoup there. I mean, they have other guys that can get the job done, but not having a guy like Devin Williams is a huge blow. And honestly, like, it makes you rethink. Like, I think I I was very, very high on the Brewers. Without Devin Williams, that's a big chunk, man. Like, that—that down a notch in my opinion. So I'm I'm interested to see how they fill. Fill that role, um, but obviously a big blow.
0: I'm going to give you a name to watch out for. Speaking of chunks, Adrian Hauser, the guy who used to be best known for blowing chunks on the mound, used to puke whenever he'd get out there in the beginning of his career. He's a guy who wouldn't start until game four. If they have a lead in games one and two, and they need a guy to turn to, I would not be surprised if he comes out. That guy, highly undervalued this season, had an excellent year. Boxberger is a guy who they put in the seventh inning and had a great year, but in September kind of came off the rails a little bit. So it's just, it's a thought. It's something to keep out there. I always love when managers go against the the regular season grain during the playoffs. I like it. Those are the guys that are innovative. Those are the guys I root for when they do something that's weird. Yeah. And the Brewers have Ashby, the guy that came up, you know, through the year left
1: those cheese with a good slider. Like, he should settle into that high leverage role, possibly. Like, but you know, it's that's a young guy you're trusting right there in the in the playoffs, which is fine. Yep. But we'll see how he how he reacts.
0: All right, last one. What was a more strange sight for you, Tony Gonsolin, the starter for the Dodgers last night? Everybody knows he's a cat lover. He went out with cleats that had cat fur as laces, or Dusty celebrating winning a. Division title with a fifth different team. I wanted to make sure I got that right. Sipping champagne out of his cleat.
1: I like both of these moves right here. Like, go dusty, party it up, man. I'm stoked for you. I think that's called a shoey. I've never done a shoey. I know what it's called, I've seen it done before. Yeah. Uh, You probably won't catch me doing that. It doesn't sound very appetizing. No. Uh, But maybe in the moment you get caught up. But I'm going to, I think the stranger thing was the cat laces. Cat yeah. I, usually cat people keep it to themselves, you know, like they oh, know if they put cat people out in the world, they're like, okay, you're a cat person. So they kind of keep it to themselves. <laughs> not where
0: did you get the cat fur from? That's what I want to know. dude. There's got to be a cat in his house that has a skin tail right now. Like it's, it looks like <laughs> a little rat tail at this point. I, I don't know where you get, where would you order something like that? He has, a, he has a shoe company
1: that they work together, you know, like the custom stuff. They work together and they came up with this shoe design. It's for Tigger and Blue, his cats at home. Okay, so like he's giving tribute to his, his cats. Uh, but I will say this, strange, whatever, but MLB, this is awesome that you're finally letting guys express themselves. I love yes. all the, think about this, two or two, three years ago, this never would have happened. Now all we do is we focus on the shoes and let guys be themselves. I think it's such a cool part of the game. It brings young people in, younger fans. and not Younger fans, everyone likes sneakers. Yep. And they'll be like, thank you for finally getting it right.
0: Yes. There's a couple of places where they should be allowed. Listen, I get the uniform. The uniform's the uniform. The hat's the hat. I, I respect all that, and I get it. Cleats and gloves, right? Kids love apparel. They love doing something where, where they see something that a pro's got. I mean, we still have millions of kids playing little league baseball. Why don't, why wouldn't they want to be like Bryce Harper, who's got cool cleats rocking all the time? My guy, Miguel Rojas, just busted out a pair of Joe of uh, poker cleats. You know, yeah, saw always that. putting stuff on Instagram. So yeah. I mean the Tony Gonsolin thing, it's not, it's not my thing. I wouldn't put cat fur on my laces, but that's okay. You be who you
1: are. You know, I'm neither a cat person nor a dog person. I'm just what? not interested in either. I like dogs and cats. To be honest with you, I just don't want one. Have you ever had an animal? I had dogs growing up, and then they pass away, and it's the saddest day ever, and I don't, like, don't ever want to feel that again. So, But the love that
0: you get during the time is unparalleled.
1: <sighs> it's tough, man. I don't know.
0: So you would rather? You'd rather just not deal with the pain than deal with the years and years of joy that you get. Yeah. I didn't have a dog until I was 16 years
1: old. Then I got one. Passed away a couple of years ago. It hurt.
0: Somebody just said in the chat, you're a fish person. Do you ever have a fish? I'm a bearded dragon person. Really?
1: I got a bearded dragon and my weed plant, Key Brian Hayes. Those are my babies. <laughs>
0: That's funny. All right, I'm going to go home. I'm going to go let my little uh, daughter, my little fur baby out, Sydney. She's my the love of my life. She's awesome. So I'm going to go hug on her, go walk her, and go chill. Enjoy the baseball this weekend. What do you have with John Boy Media? Oh, you got to, you. got to talk of baseball right now.
1: Friday, last series recap episode of the year. It's going to be absolutely fire. Yeah. It's what do you go? got?
0: Uh, well, let's see here. Uh, Rose Rotation is out with Lucas Gilito. Go eat that one up. Uh, next week, the schedule is going to get a little clunky on me because I, I want to do some preview shows with guys that played. Like, we're going to do a National League preview show. Hopefully, even though Stephen Brault doesn't know this, hopefully I'm going to do a, like a National League uh, Division Series preview show with Stephen Brault. And I'll do one in the American League as well with an American League player. I've already booked somebody to do the National League Championship Series preview show. He's somebody off the beaten path, but somebody that's familiar to John Boy Media fans. So you're going to like that. I've already booked that one. But I also got to get Tyler Glass now in the mix. So once we know who's in the American League wildcard game, I'm going to tape that on Monday, I believe. And that'll be out for consumption on Tuesday. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Can you give me one? What's that? Give Michelle a hug for me today, okay? I will absolutely give Michelle a hug. She will love getting a, a, a hug by the transitive property of equality from Trevor Plouffe. It'll make her weekend, believe me.
1: I love you, bro. All
0: right, you two. Everybody have a great baseball weekend. Enjoy the final three games of the regular season. It's going to be chaos, and let's hope that we have some sort of game on Monday that we can talk about.